like it's giving 80s cocaine somebody come get her <coughs> she dancing like a stripper oh my god we're january we're 2024 and we're back on the floor and it's been wild already this year oh shit fuck it's, it's ass. been good we had snow it finally snowed. Okay, let me be straight up with you with the quickness. I feel like I'm a witch. Um, and here's the reason why. I've been doing sets where I will open up like, guys, I know it's stupid to want this, but it needs to snow. Because it, it's good for the soil. It's stupid, but we need it. And then I just kind of go into it about how, like, because summer was trash, blah, 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 blah. Nice. Thank you. Um, and then one day, this Saturday, I woke up. I'm like, oh, I'm a witch. <laughs> I feel that way with the rain sometimes, and I'm a, and I don't like it when it rains, and I feel like I make it rain a lot, and I'm just like fuck. I'm just an I'm just a shaman of circumstance. It doesn't have to rain all the time. That's a crow reference. It never rains in Southern California. That's a Tony Tony Tone reference. <laughs> <laughs> you had me at Tony Tony Tone. <laughs> you had me at crows because birds. Birds. Also, welcome to Spicy Magic Vibes, everybody. Ding. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're here. We chilling. We in we're a here. new year. We made it past Christmas. We made it past Ooh. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Boxing Day, all oh. of them. Oh yeah, Boxing Day. What is that? Is that twenty sixth? Canada. Oh, I don't give a fuck about them. Damn, Canada. They know what they did. They're no better than America. They just have free health care. I said what I said. They gave us maple syrup and views from the six. What they do wrong? And also, what's that donut place they have? Uh. Krispy Kreme. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Tim reason, Hortons. Tim Hortons. I always think of uh, fucking. <laughs> have you been watching uh, How I Met Your Mother on I on my Hulu? I have not recently, actually. Uh, I keep seeing it pop up, and immediately I think of just like I remember the day I was when Robin Sparkles had a mental breakdown. Is that a Tim Hortons? <laughs> <laughs> Them acting like Robin Sparkles was there nine eleven. So crying. I, yeah. I honestly, if we could just have a redo of that show and it only be about Robin Sparkles' career, I'd be fucking about it. That'd be a silly, that'd be a silly period piece. Yeah, it really would be. But uh, yeah, it's been a, it's been a good, it's been a good time so far in the year. It's been a weird time. It's been a wild time. We've been wildin' in these holidays. So just to jump off, uh, Spicy Magic Comedy Night fucking went off with a hitch in December. Hell yeah, that shit was fun. Fucking poppin'. Fuck yeah. To my indie folks who were all <coughs> up in these streets at that show, it was so fucking bomb diggity. We had Brent Lee Bish um, headlining. So some of the, one of the baddest, like, drag performers i've ever witnessed in my life so much great energy at the show like it was so fun and needed and it was such a nice like because one both the comics mo mitchell and emily davis did it fucking phenomenal mm. they just had this very fun i'm gonna say non-stop cottagecore bisexual lesbian energy and then there was dad bod with the opposite of cottagecore bisexual lesbian I energy fucking live for quinn doing just being so silly 
he has a snowman. Yeah, all these motherfuckers came out in snowman outfits to Christmas and Hollis, which I'm like, yeah, this is good. It's good, good energy. It's a good way to start. Off. Just motherfuckers, in, just in, in, just a bunch of frosties. Frosties. It felt it felt good. Um, that whole night, yeah, the whole night was good. Um, we had a lot of good uh, folks. Are, are you going live? I did go live. I'm not going to be able to hear because I'm going to be focusing on the podcast. So I'm sorry, I won't be able to hear you. So welcome. It's just me and Daryl Hollandquest Jr. Brilliant. in Indianapolis. We're just going to be talking about the shows of here. So if you have friends who live in Indianapolis, tell them to come here. You don't have to stay because I won't be engaging. I'm so sorry. Um, but no, that show was popping. And then to have Brentley Smith, like Brentley Smith, whoopsie, wrong person. Wrong Brentley, but <laughs> shout out to you too. Also to you and also with you. But Brentley Bitch was so goddamn good. Oh my God. It was a very fun, fun, fun show. Um, no, December was popping. Okay, you go. How was your December? First off, my December was pretty busy. I um had a lot of gigs, and then on Christmas, Santa brought me COVID. So <laughs> uh, it was a great way to round out the year. <laughs> I just love that more than anything. It's just like I, the words I got COVID. I'm like, Ugh. and then I immediately got tested myself negative. Just being like, fuck. But yeah, uh, yeah, it was fun. But other than other than that, it was cool. Got to go out to Delphi um indiana and, oh delphi indiana and that was everyone's reaction when i told them i had a gig in delphi delphi i know there's a delphi ohio that's where one of my best friends are from mm -hmm. but you were i was in a place where a murder happened Ooh, there a pretty, it is a pretty high profile that's murder. why it sounds familiar yeah that's why I, everybody knows <laughs> honestly i honestly always forget that that is where that happened i'm like oh Another thing that Indiana brought to y'all, we bring so much bad things. You really like we have some fun things. Daryl, I can't think we of We bring them. we bring bad with two D's and one D. <laughs> <laughs> Triple D. Indiana, bad with three D's. Ugh. That's hilarious. Okay. Uh. I've let's honestly, real fast with the quickness, let's uh talk about all the bad things we brought. We had that guy who would specifically unalive the queer folks of Indianapolis and his big giant property. Mm -hmm. That was real bad. We had uh Joe Jackson. That's Gary. <laughs> <laughs> like that's Gary. That's that's the region. The region has its own Ugh. uh cloud that it has to deal with. Region. There's a reason there's a reason why they wall off uh Gary as you drive through. There's very few people I like from the region. I said what I said. Damn. I said what I said. I I, I know. I'm just I'm just <laughs> I'm yes ending it. <laughs> what is another bad thing? Oh, somebody went missing in Bloomington that one time. I just can't I, I, I it's hard for me to even pinpoint them all because I'm just like, yeah, that happened. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. niggas be getting shot here a lot. That's why I'm also just like I can't Where's the bar, you know? Where, it's it's the sent bar's to hell. In hell yeah. <laughs> the bar's in hell. My holidays were buck wild for December. But my, my were chill. Like, I just didn't get to cook or anything just because COVID. But I, I still had. A mac and cheese from you. It's fine. I still had a good I still had a good time. Improvised Mean Girls was silly as fuck. I'm so sad I missed that. Yo. I'm so sorry. I had just been going too hard in the paint and I was like, I can't go out right now. I am not a person. I got to be the. um. I got to be the. Un, what, what was the. The. I got to be a black hottie, and I was Aaron Samuels. I love that you were Aaron Samuels and yes. a black hottie. Mm -hmm. And I was also just like <laughs> one of my favorite bits. So I just got to, I just sat down next to somebody we were pretending to take shits, and I was just like John Poe. <laughs> <laughs> what was um okay? So you were sick with the vid <coughs> and the 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 ripening of the holiday season. What was your? Because I saw you posted like, hey, recommend me shows. What was your favorite thing you watched? Uh, I 
watched a lot of streamers play games because I haven't like had the PlayStation Five or the funds to buy a bunch of other games. So like, I, I watched people play Ireland Wake Two. Uh, I, I I caved and I was just like, I need to I need to see what happens to my niggas Peter and Miles. So I watched people uh, stream Spider Man Two. Fantastic, definitely uh, upset. Yo, Game of the Year awards, Tenna. We need to start. We need to start streaming award shows. We need to like go live for Honestly, award shows. Yeah. Cause the, the listen, the Game Awards this year is the tenth annual ones. Big as fuck. Way more entertaining, I bet. Than all they need is a couple of like other high profile bands to do concert, like to do like a couple of like sets, and it'd be better than it, it, it's better than the rest of the award shows. We should start doing Emmys, that with- Grammys, Oscars, Tony. Maybe not Tonys, but we get it. But like, we should do that with a lot of things. Cause it was so. It was crazy. Like the game's getting snubbed. It, it, it like just crazy. Like the game, the like it was like Baldur's Gate, which is the, the sort of like D and D video game. That one game of the year, it swept so many categories. And uh, Spider, it was just so crazy because like Spider Man, they was coming Insomniac, the people that make Spider Man, they was walking into what up? They was walking into the motherfucking uh, uh game awards like ready to put their whole dick on the table, and then it was just like. <laughs> They walked out of there with nothing, and it wasn't even because it was bad. It was just that Baldur's Gate kicked ass. Like, if I understood anything you were just saying, if I understood games, this would mean so much to me. I'm so sorry. Long story short, the D and D video game said, "We in here, bitch," and every other video game company was like, "Damn, I guess they in here." Oh shit, <coughs> you are in here. I Street like- Fighter won best uh video game, uh best fighting video game, uh, and Alan Wake two won some good ones. Final Fantasy won best music. And Baldur's Gate pretty much took its dick, put it on the table, and said, "Wipe." Why are we putting so much dick on the table? Because that's how you speak video games in in penis. Unfortunately. Question: If we were to put dick on the table, what are we pairing it with? Like a wine? Like a fruit? Like putting it on the table? Really, it's about weight. So you're really putting it like next to a scale. Or on a scale. <laughs> or putting wean by a scale. You measure it by how much other stuff rattles once it hits the table, like. And then, like, you got, like, utensils instead to go. <laughs> if we're doing a presentation for, like, a, like, a, what's the, what was the one of the big cooking shows that are, like, a, like, that was his face on it? The British guy who's angry all the time. Help me. Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Like, like Kitchen we, Nightmares or something like that. Hello, chef. I brought in a dick on the table. Um, I'm presenting it with pennies and dimes for scale. Um, pennies and dimes <laughs> for scale. God damn, homie. It's small but mighty. <laughs> and that's what I would call the meal. The small but mighty. Like, this, the, this dick is excellent. Thank you. <laughs> I saw the most upsetting, stupid, like, it was a street joke that somebody made into a TikTok. I'm like, you cannot keep calling your coworkers foreskin, but every time things get hard, it disappears. And I screamed. Wow. Delightful. Wow. <laughs> With the wine. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, okay, so for my December. That oh, and I was in Lexington, too. Oh, shit, you were in Lexington. But you first. Okay. I did too much and so much fun um, all of December. I can't remember what I did for the first week of December. Fuck, I would have to look at my schedule. But um, but I know at some point, at second week, I did a show in San Diego. Yeah, how was that? Oh, my God. It was so much fun. I was at the mic drop in San Diego. Hey, if you were at that show, please tell me you love me and ask for that club to bring me back. I will send them an email saying hi, probably. I have to burp. Give me a second. <laughs> We're in an enclosed space. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You blew it towards the curtain, not the curtain, but like the sheet, so it's fine, you know? That filters out. 
Yeah. Yeah. It'll wash out. Um, so I got to feature for Eric Sablon, who owns uh, the Brick Room here in Indianapolis. Yee, yee, yee. And uh, my friend John uh, hosted, and it was also a guest spot from our friend Maraid from Louisville. And it was one of the best fucking shows. Um, I was a little worried just because, like, I didn't – I wasn't – because being from Indiana, obviously, cultural differences, even being brown, like, one, also, there was a bunch of brown people there. And I've never been more happy in my life. I, like, at one point, Eric asked me, he's like, how does it feel to be in a place where there's, like, a bunch of people who look like you? I'm like, it's, like, really nice. Nice. And you didn't have to go through a metal detector. Everyone was just so outwardly positive. I don't know if it's just because it's a beach city. But, um, yeah, there were some, like, there were some jokes that didn't land that as hard mm-hmm. as I thought they would. Because, obviously, I'm in San Diego. They don't know what a Ponderosa is. Um, and I was like, I should have done research. But, like, I had a lot of good engagement. There was a drunk mom who could not stop if you wanted her to. But, like, I saw some crowd work from uh, the person that did the guest spot Maraid. And just laid into her it was delightful oh i love a good like because what was it this lady was just talking and making no sense and i can't really quote because i don't want to like throw my friend under the bus if they're trying to keep that quiet but like they handled it very lovely um but so it was me ricky and me and john like got a flight together um we stayed with some friends he stayed with some friends but the show overall like oh add brain kicking in so as i said eric sablon was headlining his uh friends got us in to SeaWorld. Hey. I've never been to SeaWorld. Did you know that SeaWorld has roller coasters? Yeah. I've never been, but I knew. I'll tell you something. At every point, I didn't, one, I got, I was scared at first. And then I was having a great time. We went on a lot of them, but there was one we went on that's like 14 feet high, 14 stories. I'm sorry. That would make more sense. So 14 stories high. And right as we get to the top, so at one point you're at a 90 degree angle and you're like this at the very tippy top. And I'm genuinely like, I know it's a little too late. I'm starting to regret this. And we're about to go down. I'm like, Ricky, if anything happens, I just want you to know I went through your phone. (laughs) Oh my God. I did not go through Ricky's phone. That's so funny. It was so, he thought it was, he did laugh luckily right yeah. after he's like oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just timing is really fun to me and I had been saying that on each roller coaster ride I'm like I'm with your moon and then I also whoopsie I also sang a lot of Creed on the roller coasters um, that that sounds uh, also on brand <laughs> I just imagine you just going around a bend like with arms wide open so we go up to like the ones that we go spinning around I'm like can you take Hey, yep, that's awesome. Yes. Can you take <laughs> there was one ride we went on where it basically just does one of these. It just like makes you into a U. So you're going first backwards, and then you're going forward, and then you're going upside down, and then you're going backwards and forwards one more time. Tina looks like she is conducting a symphony as she is describing the way that <laughs> the roller coaster went. As we did that one, every because you would pass the people who are waiting in line. So as we and passed now the, she's giving <laughs> unfortunate German <laughs> army salute. <laughs> okay, hold on, I gotta do it small, so I'll do it with an elbow. And now, and, and, and now. <laughs> tell them, tell them that what I'm doing. And now, it, now it's like one of those unfortunate uh, German <laughs> army folks. Um, that just has a nub still still that's still down for the cause stop it okay so we're going back through this ride and every time i'd pass by i would scream can i get a hoya i heard one person give me a hoya mm-hmm. and that's i hate you <laughs> <laughs> i was with the story <laughs> it's so funny okay so 
did SeaWorld. San Diego had so much seafood, and San Diego had a great comedy show. Eric was great. The crowd, like, loved him. Great. The following week is holiday season, and I go with Ricky to see his family and to do Chicago things. We hang out with some friends. Um, Ricky's side of the family we went to go see is the Filipino side. Bruh, I am a tall god among them, except for the dudes. Wow, I was gonna say except for the dudes. I was be like, wow, that's like they must be really. They're well little. Short. They're really short. It's a bunch of like people that are five foot. Um, his mommy got me a fun bag. His mommy gave me cuddles. I was fed so much fucking food. So much food. I had crab legs, Daryl. I love that for you. I never eat crab legs. That was why. It's expensive as fuck. I, yeah. Like, well, his, uh, the person it was at, it was his aunt and their partner's house. And it's just like a very beautiful setting. They also like are chef. Like she's, they, they are a chef. So they had like this very pristine layout of food, bruh. I'm talking ribs. And I've had some of the best ribs in the Midwest, but mm-hmm. then I had a Filipino woman make me ribs. And, like, bro, those were the best fucking ribs I've ever had. They were so fucking good. Oh, yeah. We, were they, were they, were they smoked? Were they grilled? Were they in the oven? What I they, think they were they smoked. Yeah. They were not dry, though. They were so heavenly, dude. Yeah. They fell off the bone, and they weren't too mushy. They were just perfect. Yeah. I, I straight up said in front of his family, I'm like, I'm going to get these ribs pregnant. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm bust all in these ribs. I also had what I had, uh, Filipino spaghetti, which is like sweeter and heavenly, has hot dogs in it, which I thought would be weird. I've uh, I've seen that at Jollibee. Yeah, I was also, oh, dude, Ricky's dad, who's like half Mexican, half white, went on the longest rant about fuck Jollibee. He's, he's, not, he's not fucking with Jollibee. No, but he's also married to a Filipino woman. He's like, no, fuck that shit. I'll tell you the good stuff. But yeah, okay, I guess that's fair too yeah. when you're just like, yeah. Yeah. Just like, well, I ain't giving, I ain't taking you to that place. Yeah, dude, it was. Come home. Come to death row. No, I'm kidding. There was so much good food. Um, So, Chicago, not to mention that Christmas technically started late. We did not realize. I was worried about us being late because we also went to a Bears game. I've never been to a Bears game. <sighs> so much uh, unity for a trash team. <laughs> dude, they show up and they can't. They won, though. That's their one. That's their one. No, they won. A month ago. Um, uh, that, that you know. I'm going to say something. Trash team. I'm a witch and I made it happen with my presence. Not true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, man, they everybody gives so many fucks about their team. It's very beautiful. I saw two very, like, I'm a hetero. No, I'm a hetero men who just hugged the hell out of each other. That was the most positive masculinity I've ever seen for a whole-ass football team. Did you know they have a song? Yeah, most most of them do. Do they? Yeah. Okay. Just the, just the, the diehard fans make the song known and that's how you know people don't fuck with the cults like that because we, we don't, don't have a song we just don't know the song I, I bet like nine colts fans that get box seats know the cult song and that's it they just don't tell nobody else weird okay because they cause trash team trash team so we did literally the bears game went straight to their aunt's house and like we were worried we were gonna get there late and the, no they like no you sh- like, we got there at 9 30 like no we just started i'm like fuck yeah Hell yeah. I love that. Filipino time. We're late. Hell yeah. FPT. Um, What else did we do? Okay. And then the following week, I was in Louisville, and I got to feature for Mandy McKelvey. Man. Who's going to be in? uh, She's at the Sunday show tonight. Yes, she is. That was a very fun show. Me and Ricky went in on a cheap hotel. Went to Motel 6. They leave the light on for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, In fucking Louisville. And I... Got in his guts. Uh, also, no. <laughs> oh, okay, that's fair. Reverse, reverse. <laughs> <laughs> Slide to the left. And to the right, and then crisscross. 
applesauce. <laughs> that shit was super fun um my time in louisville i kept it super chill but definitely um the only reason we got this motel six because it was gonna be 50 bucks for two nights and because that's of, that fucking deal yeah it was my chase card points so i was like here we are uh so we did that it wasn't the best it wasn't the worst but we had a very good time at the show i'm gonna definitely spring next time for a good hotel um but, this was uh planet of the tapes you said yeah, yeah. i love that place so Look, i love that spot that place is so much fun and like it was sold out each show Hell it was yeah. phenomenal if you guys for the three people who are on here right now um please look up mandy McKelvey. you will fall in love with her like the rest of us do um there is something i did though we went to louisville is a hot spot for like good uh thrift shops okay obviously there's the ones that are like hey you want this fucking Dennis Rodman shirt for 80 bucks. <laughs> and you're like, well, yeah, he's on a motorcycle. He's sexy. I can't help it. Um, so there was that kind of place. But then there was a place that had like so much fun, neat finds. And like a shirt was like 10 bucks. There wasn't anything that was like over 50. Um, everything was decently priced. You know what I found though? Jesus. No, um, that's my cousin. Shut up. Uh, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I tell him I said, what's up? <laughs> Ask him if he's trying to play dice later. I got a fish sandwich for him. So I found uh, they have a plethora of Playboys for sale for six bucks each. Wow. All right. Here's and, the important question. Oh, don't worry. What are the years? Um, Anything from the 70s to the 2000s. Oh, man. That's uh, I don't, that's, those are some sticky pages. Okay. I'm fine. Um, These were all in pristine condition. I think somebody like donated a bunch, but the thing is they had it at such a low price. I'm like, how are you having this at such a low price? I'm like, oh, it's because Playboy is problematic. Um, at least during that era was for sure like women were hurt. And I, I'm saying that as a friend, like as somebody who has a friend who does Playboy now, but like it's a different company now. Mm-hmm. So I just want to make that clear with the quickness. Um, so you know what I found though specifically? Scratch and sniff page. Daryl Holloquest Jr. <laughs> Sir, that's not what I found. You're nasty. I'm just saying, you know, it's a lot of crazy shit. Nick, they had it in Nickelodeon magazine. It would just be bananas. <laughs> <laughs> the face. <laughs> it would just be bananas. So I found uh, Joni China. Is this like, a wrestler? Uh-huh. Okay. Found China's Playboy, her, her second one. I can't open it. Because the pages are stuck together. No! can't open it i feel dirty and wrong i'm like she was going through a hard time at that time i'll look at this later that's fair i'm, I'm also I'm, i want to sell it but i can't because it's joni you're like oh, i have the gold but i can't look at it I it's feel, like you you own the ark of the covenant i, but I can think i can find those pictures online i really could but i have it like a physical copy i have the ark of the covenant i can't it's hiding from just hiding from titties. Hiding from titties. Hey, it is what it is, though. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Okay. I was in Lexington. I know you mentioned Louisville. Lexington was tight. I like Lexington. I did a I did a don't tell out there. I was headlining a don't tell. Yeah, boy. So that was fun. Everyone clap for Daryl. Yes. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Far too kind. <laughs> Jay Z slash me. Um. Yeah, it was a good time. We uh. It was, it was like damn near an all indie show. And then there was Which one. Which is always kind of funny to me. I'm just like, I'm surprised you guys didn't have more Lexington folks there. It was one Lexington dude. He popped up and did like a guest spot. Okay. And yeah, it was cool. It was a lot of, a lot of comics on. I went down. What was fun was it was in, it was in like the, the building that it was in was like 
a Dave and Buster's meets Chuck E. Cheese meets Costco. That that was like the vibe of the building, and then like part of the building was like a bar, and then in that area was like a whole side room, and then that's where the show was. So it was a good time, but like this big ass like. I don't know how, like, it looked cool, but it also was like, this is like an adult Dave and Buster's entertainment cheese, but it looks like a Costco in this bitch. Like, a Charles Kesso. A Charles Kesso, yes. Like, <laughs> uh, it was very, like, like, it had all, like, the lights and fun stuff. I'm sure there was maybe, like, one small little ride, but all the fluorescent lights were on. So it was like, I feel like it's time to go, but it's not. <laughs> like,. I can't, it was just a, it was an interesting spot, but the restaurant next to it was cool, uh, and then, like, it had a whole little side room, and the whole side room, you would never expect that that was there, and this whole fake-ass Chuck E. Cheese was on the other side of the wall, <laughs> like, it was a completely different vibe, and I loved it, but it was just a, it was such a weird vibe, it was cool as fuck, though, like, I do like a weird vibe for a, um, how can I say, for a comedy show. Like, take me to a weird spot. Like, me doing a comedy show in a nail shop was super fun. I I like the smells. Like, I I, I enjoyed I enjoyed the blue room for that, too. Yeah, weird space. Yeah, definitely a weird space, but a fun room. Uh, I do want to do a comedy show in a, after, like, a Wendy's after dark. That'd be, that'd be so fun to do, like, inside of, like, a McDonald's or something like that. Wink. Uh, Thank <laughs> so, you. Uh, so yeah, that'll be uh that'll be such a fun like God it was uh I actually just I really like don't tells a lot those are those are a fun time uh just because everybody is down for comedy like no one is surprised at the show they people know why came there. yeah people know why they're there they're not what you know somebody who's been doing a lot of don't tells I don't know they don't tell unknown Chowdhury. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, some of them we're gonna have at Spicy Magic this so, month. Yeah, what? What's the date? It's just so the, January. It's, it's we we're going back in time. <laughs> Not, um, it's January eighteenth. Yes, it's gonna be a Toys good Day. Toys Day. We're gonna have um Anum, and then who else are we having? We got Jay Hunter in the building. Yeah, I love Jay. Jay's very fun. I should have remembered their name as I said that because I made the flyer. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Jay's gonna be in the building. We're gonna have Old Saints in the building, uh, straight from Brick Room. And we're gonna have Frenchie LaRue. That's gonna be fun. Oh my god. That's gonna be fun as fuck. Have you seen them perform before? I know you have. I have. I was we were both on French Connection, I think. Oh my god, we were. Yeah. I'm about to get real weird. <laughs> you gonna be high. Yeah, they're just so pretty. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. It's January. You just step outside. It'll be cold. It'll be good. Um. So uh, please keep your eyes peeled for the upcoming shows for that. We'll have this hopefully posted this week. Um. So you guys just keep an eye out. Um. I made the pretty little flyer of all our little faces, so it looks really nice. I love making flyers on that fucking app. It's so nice. You. It's it's a it's a solid um art scheme, and we got like a good design down. Yeah, there's definitely a a, a theme because I don't want to mess up anybody's like headshots, and I know a lot of people do the full cutout of their headshots, but like some people have a background for a reason. Mm -hmm. So I try not to do that. So we just do. I keep it easy with a pretty little frame and a sparkly background. I need I need new headshots now. I mean, I feel like everybody kind of like goes through them, but I think I I feel like I almost need yearly headshots, which I kind of I feel like in comedy makes a little more Why sense. Why you hit up Pauline? I should. I just I just nice. always I always just hit up like 
I, I can never get this is this is just it just requires more planning. I can never get a haircut and a photographer lined up at the same time. It has to be within the same week for sure. Yeah, it's got to be the same week. Cause, and it's just, ugh. I think their seasons slow down. I would hit them up and just be like, and just make sure, you know, you're for sure going to get your haircut. Oh, shit. Who are you going to now? I, I can still go to, I still go to uh, Salon Citrine in Irvington. Uh, like, uh, Lily, I will help Lily fund cuts this my if hair. you need help. You need it. You need headshots, dude. I do need, no, I'm not saying that. Like, we not, it's not turning into the Jerry Lewis <laughs> Telethon in this bitch. <laughs> yes, yes, we are gonna get Daryl Holland Quest a headshot. Like, How much money do you want to donate? Are you just gonna dress up like Jerry Lewis now? Just like if you call this number down below. <laughs> I feel like honestly, the I'm sensitive sweater and that hat that you have for like the current of the flyer would be a really good headshot photo like outfit. I don't. I don't even want to get rid of it. I I, I want to get new fits more because I got that. I I have, by a, Jerry. I have a Ty, I have a Tyrese fit, but. It don't hit like I want it to. It makes me feel like my guy um, in the jail cell with Chris Tucker. I think in blue in a in Money Talks. Oh, I can't remember what the movie is. I think it's Money Talks. I'm not quite sure, but I, I think it is Money Talks. It makes me feel like Faison Love, which he was catching straight bullets this week. Uh, oh my God, tell him the week this week. I don't know when y'all listening to this because some people like to catch this on the back end. Oh man, this is the week that Cat Williams was just on the internet. <laughs> on, <laughs> on the internet. On on Club Shay Shay, hosted by Shannon Sharp. Um, some of you may still think he does that show with Skip Bayless. No, that's been undone. That's been done. Uh whew, just telling all the tea. Now there's a lot of tea in here that I don't necessarily agree with. I think if you listen to us on the podcast, there's a lot of some of the overtly Christian dress claim type things. Some of us, we don't, we kind of don't rock with uh, or feed into on this podcast, but the joke stealing shit, my goodness. (laughs) Or just even the flaming of motherfuckers that don't have specials. My goodness. (laughs) Oh man. Joke stealing is like, especially, for that era that he's talking about, because I only seen clips of it so far. Joke stealing for that era, I feel like it was just less called out, I guess, mm-hmm. in the moment because they didn't have the internet the way we have it now. And it was hard to yeah, and and it's hard to be able. Like, there was a video of a uh, a Bernie Mac talking about it, and he was just like, "You, you just can't. You, you just. It's just no one's gonna believe you because it's first come first serve. Like if someone hits takes your joke and they hit the, the big stage with it." You're clapped. <laughs> like, it just... Like, I honestly don't think there was much, like, fucking ruffling of the feathers of joke-stealing till, honestly, um, the Carlos Mencia shit and uh, Joe Rogan stuff. When Joe Rogan went on stage and straight up was like, bitch, you stole my jokes. Don't call, just text me. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and then, like... I didn't realize that it was that it honestly wasn't made that big of a deal, but it could just because we're on the side of the internet when it comes to like hell yeah, Donald Glover. But I guess Donald Glover stole some jokes from Haziz Ansari. There's there's been there's been some hate to be that comedy podcast that's bringing this up, but I we're bringing it I've up. I've always thought about this. I don't know if it was a stealing thing, but I know exactly what jokes you're talking about. It's the it's age the, jokes. I, it's the oh, I didn't even think about the age jokes. I thought it was the um like listening to your own music stuff. That one. Two, I no. I've never heard Aziz on Sorry do an age joke. Oh, it's talking about how kids are just like no different than AIDS. I have not heard Aziz on Sorry do this joke. I've heard it, um, but it, I would have that's, to search, scour the internet. That's wild. I gotta find that one. But I, the one, listen to your own music thing. The yeah, because he's because he's talking about um, 
how Kanye, because in his joke, Aziz's joke is him going and hanging out with Kanye, and Kanye was in his house listening to his own music. And he's just like, yeah, these beats are dope. And he's like, imagine if I had a comedy album and you just walked in on me going, ah, these <laughs> jokes are dope. And then like, I do that in my car. <laughs> and then like Donald Glover had a bit about like how girl gets in and he's bumping his music she's just like is this you and he's like yeah and she's like you listen to your own music yeah because it's the yeah, one thing i can enjoy music so like that those are the two pe- those are the jokes i've heard people compare a lot and i've always been like that's those are very those different. are kind of different i want to look up the a i want to look this up with the aids thing because donald young sick boys be also catching some some fire as well um, um from yeah. like this awaken my love cover let's talk about it yeah. but i have to pee so bad okay. i saw you so i saw the message <laughs> <laughs> I, po- I was hoping to have it be like kind of clear and smooth but i was like oh no we're gonna talk about this but i need to yes, yes. go let it out okay pause it pause it pause it so it'll be easier okay. and we're right, back yep. i'm done for peeing <laughs> done for peeing that's what i said i'm done for peeing i'm done for peeing peeing for, for one five for fighting uh done for peeing <laughs> roll that mana <laughs> doesn't make sense to okay our boy be getting in trouble all up in these guts because tell them daryl yeah so um those of you that um in the in the fan camp uh they awakened my love album so the album that has like red bone and me and your mama those are probably like the two like known songs from that album um the artist on the front there's a model and essentially long story short there was some type of residual that was promised to her but there hasn't been anything like there wasn't ever anything put on paper and for like a long time there has been um she said she harbored resentment over the album because she thought she was gonna get some residuals but like she just hadn't now that album's been out for like four years even longer like six or seven like that came out like like this is america came out i think like right when like trump almost got elected oh shit you're right oh you're oh my god you're right And that was after this so and like i guess the lady that made the headpiece for the model has gotten paid yeah like she so it was all these black women that worked on the model and then the lady who had the headpiece was like some white lady and she had gotten paid or whatever residuals that she needed to so the artist uh, or the model at this point, the model had said that she's been reaching out like her lawyer and her team has been trying to reach out again. Bino's team and like his lawyer. And I'm just like, they just not getting no nothing back. Uh, and I'm just like, rough, that's a hard, that's a hard situation to deal with. That's why I'm like, I'm sure somebody figuring out something now to the point where when she posted the picture of it, she was saying like, it's, she's able to celebrate about it now. So I'm wondering like, did she just let it go or what, she talk about it or or like it maybe something's like going on like under the table to which i'm just still like oh why do it under the table why do it <laughs> under the table and Don't also do it under the table and then so, I, the big the weird side of tiktok i'm on right now is like um the obviously i'm i'm a bisexual feminist woman i tell you what anyway so the big side that i've been hearing is that he doesn't care about uh black women because he's like bitch why are you not paying these beautiful women why are you not fucking and like the way he communicates about women of color is very weird i'm like oh come on no i would say it definitely um in his early work was like that and there's a lot of like fetishizing of filipinos there's a lot of that like black incel energy even though he clearly wasn't <laughs> like, oh my god is... black incel energy 
what a description it's it's it exists um, um and it makes a lot of sense when i look backing at like old di- like donald from twitter because that's like other than him working for 30 rock he got a whole lot of notoriety dropping an ep for free and then all his twitter interactions what a different person yeah like he was just out here just being like wild and crazy and shit not saying Using that, the f word for just and and you know that was I hate to say it was of the time, but like it quite literally was. You realize that's a, almost a decade ago. Yeah, Daryl. Yeah, Daryl. Twenty. Let me see. Twenty thirteen. Yeah, we already did ten years of because of the internet. That would have been this past like two three weeks ago. You look like you. She had like the windows like boom <laughs> pop up on her. Which in that album, there's a lot of pro black stuff in that album, and I just think it's very. Um, I just think it's unfortunate just because I can tell there's like a lot of these artistic waves have been him trying to be like, please, I'm not fucked up. I am from Atlanta. But like, <laughs> please, sir, please know I'm from Atlanta. And even that's like the stuff in Atlanta. But I was talking to another one of my buddies like there's been like some colorist stuff that I've noticed in like his art, uh. notably, notably, specifically Mystery Team Atlanta. And there was something else that I mentioned too. It was a third project. I think it was like the screenplay of Because the Internet. That's what it was. It was, it was a mystery team, the screenplay for Because the Internet and Atlanta, where like the world is supposed to be like not not saying that this doesn't necessarily have to be something like this, but like the worlds he was making was very like pro black, pro black, pro black, but all three of his protact um or like love, love interests interest are, are like women. these very light skinned women. Not saying that they're not still black. They're just very light skinned and it's a choice. So it's kinda like it's kinda like on on a different world where like they didn't add in Kim until like the second season when like the original like when Debbie Allen came in I was just like I thought this was supposed to be a black college where the where the chocolate sisters and the hot sauce mm-hmm. on the table at like that's it's it's kind of like that you know it is um a weird thing to notice because there's having chemistry with somebody you're like oh this person would be great for it and then mm-hmm. it's when it's consistent I don't know and I feel like I will never understand this I only understand it from the perspective of someone who was brown and grew up in a white environment um the leaving out feeling is probably very just like it seems like you don't give a fuck about your own which i feel like when it comes down to it it can be a lot of like self-hate stuff and that comes up because you know you're just trying to create at one point but at another point it seems like you look down on a certain type of person because you're trying so hard to be mainstream does that make sense yeah yeah and that's the like i that's how I'm seeing it and how I kind of like have the information has been fed to me. I'm like, I can understand this perspective, but also I will never understand that anger because I'm not in that situation. The only thing I could do is listen. So like my, and my, my kind of take on it, I am, cause I'm kind of, I'm, I'm rooting for him, you know, but I can also call out these things. My, my big takeaway from it is I think he's still just trying to, I think he's too afraid to speak up in certain areas because he's afraid he's going to say the wrong thing. Like, cause I don't think he is intentionally like trying to hurt these women or disenfranchise them, but I don't think he's taking the time to actually like care. Take, yeah, but also like, like I hate saying it, like, but like I feel like at some point he's like, well, maybe I got like a team for that, and like they can deal with it, and his team isn't dealing with it, which is still coming back on him to the point of yeah. if somebody's. If a lawyer is hitting you up <laughs> multiple times and is like, hey, there's some residual things going on and you're not listening, that's an issue. Like, so I'm, I'm hoping he gets it together. 
you know? Uh, I feel like that is the issue at hand. I'm like, it's not that you're trying to hurt somebody. It's that you don't <coughs> care. Or just, like, turn around, nigga. Like, <laughs> the call's the, coming inside from the house. To the point of, like, because I guess what's so interesting about that, too, is, like, during that time, that's clear, like, this is clearly, like, during a time on Atlanta when stuff's going on. Mm-hmm. I always thought that show was kind of, like, to the flip of a lot of, like, what's getting talked about and whatnot. How many black women have had steady jobs from that show well quote-unquote steady because you took like four years off in between because because everybody yeah it was like everybody got famous i get it but like everybody got famous everyone had like so much to do Paperboy like was in everything yeah so like part of me is like i the same people will also be will forget about that like there's you're literally putting like this whole uh you're you're giving jobs and putting a boost in the economic flow of a whole city because you're you know wanting to put on for your home city and like most of the people working on that show were a lot of black people like i remember going out and doing um some stand-up shit down in nashville and there was a another stand-up slash rapper that worked on the show that i was chopping it up with her name is callie speedway what's up um and hello and it's just like it's a whole it's a whole movement because it's just like I could see because I can see where someone's like, oh, well, I'm doing all this work here. That's where I'm. That's where my focus is. And then everywhere else just kind of gets put to the wayside. But it's just like, yo, turn around, dog. Um, I'm sure it'll probably get addressed at some point or like somebody will pull it up because like he he don't know. He's he's not a dumb dude. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I. It's hard for me to like. He's also a very low key person. Yeah, like I'm, I, I want him to address these things, but I also know he's not like an anti, an antagonistically like he's not, bad person. He's not a bad person. I don't feel like because if you're a bad person, you're immediately doing that thing. Um, these things are not true. Blah blah blah, and you immediately are lashing out at people. I'm looking at you, R. Kelly. Like maybe my nigga's quiet because he's dealing with it. You know. Yeah. That's actions speak louder than words. Hope, but nobody ain't nobody taking no pictures or no tweets. So just I'm gonna just let them. I'm gonna just let them ride for now. Wait. Um, okay. So speaking of music that has been um, a big part of our, um, I don't want to say adolescence, but music that has had a long-standing point in our lives. Like, oh shit, what is this doing? Oh god. So yeah. So uh, pretty much a bunch of songs are turning twenty this year. A bunch of songs are turning twenty. And Weird. It's thir- unfortunate. I'm in my thirties. I'm thirty-two. Daryl is also. 30. I will be thirty-one in October. Libra season. Okay, so I sent Daryl a list of the songs that are turning 20. A lot of people have been doing this, and I wanted to do it with you because we talk a lot about music. We have episodes that are curated just for music. Now, would you like to list them off with me, bitch? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick a few songs just out of order, just because I'm, I didn't know some of these songs were even this old. What's up, internet? Um, one. Didn't know Modest Mouse was 20 years old. Modest Mouse? I don't listen to Modest Mouse. They're modest rats at this point. Um, They've grown up. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> rats. All right. <laughs> like, Next one. Uh, But yeah, it says Float On is going to be 20 years old. Float On. Which I like. It's like the... <laughs> okay yeah you see it, it, okay. it took a minute it took a minute the minute you hit that part i'm like i know what that is okay next that's how he fucking sounds <laughs> <laughs> congested uh let's see we got a uh, we got american idiot which 
ah, what a great show. Raise your hand if you sang that. Or like the boys choir sang that at your high school. I sang it. <laughs> I sang it. I also saw it live um, at Clues Hall. Clues Hall? Yeah, I saw the musical, which is, a, like I said, it's a great album, great musical, great single. Um, um, okay. Now, there's there's uh, ones on there. There's a Kanye one. We one. Got, yeah, I was going to say, we got All Falls Down, which the whole college dropout came out in 04, too. But All Falls Down is a great one to focus on. Uh, we got uh, another album that came out in 2004, uh, the Confessions album, because uh, we put Confessions Part <laughs> 2. I like how you put specifically Part 2, which is the... We all know what yeah, that means to us. That is the That's the one with the baby. Confessions Part 1 is just, I was cheating. She part has, 2 is... She's pregnant with my baby, and she's keeping it, and he like runs into her gut. <laughs> <laughs> now sing the part with me. Feed him right. Let me see what else. We got Drop It Like It's Hot, which I remember when that song got popping. That was such a fun time. That was like um, one of the first music videos I watched on Yahoo. Yeah. And it was very blurry. It's like, I can't do the. I remember the big bit in middle school was um, whenever people would do like the. They would oh be like, it's not like you got balls in your mouth. That was always <laughs> what kids say. Everybody was obsessed with beatboxing, and I'm going to blame Justin Timberlake. Unfortunately. Um, you know how I feel about Justin Timberlake. I feel the way about Justin Timberlake the way I felt pe- about P. Diddy. He a bitch. Man. <laughs> uh, we got 1985 by Bowling for Soup. Uh, didn't know that that came out in 2004. 19. 1990. Uh, we also got Hall of Bat Girl and Heaven, not by the same artist. Uh, uh, <laughs> Gwen Stefani <laughs> with Hall of Bat Girl. Hall of Bat Girl is a song that's about Courtney Love there. That's funny. I didn't know that. Courtney Love was um, talking shit about Gwen Stefani. She's like, I'm not a fucking shit like fucking Gwen Stefani. And Pharrell and Gwen Stefani were talking about Hall of Bat. Woo, woo. Interesting. And they talked about the meaning of that. And she's like, I'm not fucking holla back, girl. So this bitch tries to holler at me. I'm like, you know what? Hell yeah, so Cal. Get him. Get him. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, well, Gwen. Uh, we so. have my opinions. I remember when Gwen Stefani was uh, Cholita, because I do. Uh, remember when Goodies came out? It was 2004. My uh, Goodies. My loved goodies. that album. That was like my favorite album when I was in the sixth grade for like four months. That was my shit. One Two Step was my song. Goodies wasn't my song. One Two Step was. The audacity for people to be like, Sierra's a man. I'm like, show what she wants. Who came up with this rumor? Somebody and why did we jealous. just run with it? We just ran we with just, it. We helped spread that rumor because we thought it was. It was It was just juicy. It made no sense. It made no sense. Uh, let me see. We got uh, Accidentally in Love by the Counting Crows. Oh, from like, you know, it's from Shrek. <laughs> I was gonna say that that is a uh, that is in here. Okay. If it's 2004, it was probably Shrek 2. Was it Shrek 2? Yeah, it was Shrek 2. It's when we still like Justin Timberlake. That was the he wasn't even in that one, but it was when we still like Justin Timberlake. Yes, he, he was in three. Was he in? Okay, he was he was King Arthur, and that was in three because they had to go like find him, and he was a teenager. Mm. Two is when we got my nigga. When they was like, hey, Antonio Banderas. You did such a great job being Zorro. Could you be a cat? Can Zorro? you still be Zorro? Uh, I don't think I can. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> listen. Instead of being a Mexican, you're going to be a cat. <laughs> but also Mexican. But also Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, it's not going to work. <laughs> 20 years later. He's the cutest orange cat in the world. And I think it makes sense that he's an orange cat. Also, Antonio Banderas is... Um, 
oh shit, help me. Who's the beautiful Mexican actress with big boobies? Salma Hayek. He is Salma Hayek, but in boy font. All right, I'm done. (laughs) 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 Oh, I laughed. made him laugh so hard he died. Don't do that, though. No, I just got a little bit of congestion. Uh, And then the last song on here um, is Gasolina, which, damn, 20 years old. Got a hoop, got a gasolina. That's crazy. Oh, okay. That's crazy. Songs that I can twerk upside down to. G- gasolina yeah you get up on you, you get, get up, up on the, the wall, wall. Yeah. <laughs> and i shake my butt with all of my might and hopefully i don't hurt myself i saw that at an improv thing one time and i was so mesmerized that somebody twerked upside down because i was just like wow i didn't think this skill set transferred over here um god i love, tex- <laughs> god, I love texas um, we need to go to do i want to go to texas uh, we have yes. to fly to texas i'm not driving through no texas. i'm not driving to texas no no i need you to live forever no, I'm not trying to just no. Ugh. No. Sorry, Texas, you know what you did. You have scary towns. <laughs> you have scary towns. Uh we have uh we got one confession here. I know we're getting towards the end. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh yes, we do have one confession. Uh and as always, you can hit us up uh at spicy magic vibes at gmail.com or just on socials. Um notably oh, yeah. IG. But really all socials at Spicy Magic Vibes. Tell us your confessions. I hope Usher one day sees, hears this and he's just like, could you guys stop? But we're not playing your song. We we're get a cease singing. and desist. Could you stop being so cute and goofy? I'm like, mm, make me, but please sing to me like you would Kiki Palmer. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. All right. So this comes to us from IG. Before uh, we get started, can, yes. do, you think, do you think we'll ever find out something bad about Usher? Um, bad about Usher? Mm, probably not. I remember like about ten years ago, hip hop radio was wilding because they found out that he likes uh to get his prostate massaged or whatever. Um, that's just cool. And in whatever manner that he likes, and uh, I remember people were just like, "Oh my god!" And then, oh my god. well, I remember the bit was like, they're like, you know what, I, you know, they was talking about like getting the strap, and it was like. Imagine pulling up to Usher and Usher bent over. You just hear, oh, my God. And I was like, this is not funny, but the musical um, needle drop is funny. (laughs) I feel like there was a time where Usher, there was like this whole speculation about how he likes his favorite way to have sex is out in the rain. I'm like, nobody likes having sex in the rain. Everyone knows you get sick. That is something a 19-year-old made up. Stop it. I was. I feel like it'd be sensory overload, low key. I would be overwhelmed, and also, you know, what? you've had sex in the shower, right? No. Okay. Well, because I just it just seems scary. Everybody, everybody has not made it seem sexy. It's only seemed scary. Like you're gonna slip and fall. Slip or, and fall. You're gonna knock down stuff. Or something's gonna fall over. Like no one's ever made it. It sexy. also feels like fucking a wet balloon. It, like there's no beneficial. Like I could be like biologically wet, but the minute you add actual water into the mix, no. It doesn't feel good on my cooter. Pussy juice is not water soluble. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's like rubbing two wet balloons. That's the noise of the rubber balloons touching. <laughs> Sounded like Pikmin's. What is, what is? Pikmin was a video game series, um, most notably for the GameCube, where you played as a uh, Captain Olimar. Uh, anyway, <laughs> go on. So, um, this says, uh, "Want to hear something sad?" Uh oh. I moved out to Atlanta for my first job outside of college, and I was extremely lonely and depressed. I know what this is. <laughs> I cried almost. Oh, no, that's unfortunate. I cried almost every day for a year. 
On my days off, I would sit in the Atlanta airport and watch families and couples reunite. Seeing people smile and happy reuniting with their loved ones gave me hope that I would eventually experience that happiness. I never told anyone about my airport trips. Damn. Sweetie baby, why would you... That's sad to just go to the airport and just watch the last third of many romantic comedy movies. Also, yeah, I was about to say, this person's the main character in a movie. This is somebody who's working on a novel. This is somebody... I'm not. I'm just because I know this person does not mean I know for a fact they're writing a novel. But that is straight up just like, man, you listen to songs and think of your own music videos, and I love you for it. But also, my God, mm, I just want to hug you. But you, you know, I don't want to force a hug. I wonder if, like, because it was the Atlanta airport, if like you're watching these people like reunite, but then you're also seeing people like sprint for their lives across the airport, like realizing you have to let me get to that gate because there's a girl. That needs to know I love her. It's like, you gotta understand, most of the airports, they're really only like two square miles. This is a whole kilometer. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how much I just ran. This is a whole <laughs> kilometer. How many miles is in a kilometer? Go. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't even mean to say a kilometer. I meant to say a 5K. <laughs> which I think is also like 2.5 miles. Like a, how many miles are in a kilometer? Oh, it's 0.62 miles. Okay, yeah, so yeah, I was I meant to say a 5K. <laughs> so five of them. Okay. <laughs> Which I think is How about three miles. How many miles are in a 5K? 3.1. Yeah, there we go. Like, it's we... <laughs> it's like, I know this is one... I, knew, I know this is only two square miles, but I just ran a 5K. <laughs> what is... It, when you run, like, three and a half miles, is that just an eighth? That's funny. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, that's that's sad but that's also sweet just because you're you're hoping you know it's that's like right before the inciting incident happens uh and then that's like when someone like runs into you and just like oh hey and then like you guys accidentally like switch briefcases and then like your briefcase has a bunch of like spy shit in it and then their briefcase has like your overnight bag for you being sad (laughs) and then all of a sudden like as you get back home it's just like wait why is there a gun in here and then it's just like oh no and then now the why Bad is Elizabeth Hurley you. in here telling me I have a plan and I have to do it? It's like, what is, who's this message? Is that Ice Cube? <laughs> well, you got this suitcase, so you have to run the mission. <laughs> this is my impression of Ice Cube. <laughs> like, I didn't want to do the black scent, but the, I did make the face. The face, the face was there. <laughs> Looking like the, fir- the very first time you had a face, it was nice. And then it was like, you just got tased. <laughs> <laughs> Ice Cube's face is like he always just smelled some stank bullshit. Uh, Ice Cube's face is always a pit bull puppy who's trying to be bad, but he doesn't know how to be because he's too cute. That's funny. Ice Cube was in um, does not take no shit. I just want to put that out there. I don't think he's a puppy. I think he's an adult man. No Vaseline. All right. Um, Do you think Ice Cube fucks? He has a child, so I yeah, mean, like, at least like, once. But <laughs> but I think. Do you think he like? Yeah, yeah. We've seen straight out of Compton. Okay, I'm gonna have a conversation with you about Attack on Titan a little bit after this like confession bit. Okay. Nice. Okay. All right. Well, that's really the confession bit. That was what. Okay. Cool. Okay. So, question: Do you think Levi, like Captain Levi, fucks? And I'm granted, I am right now halfway through season four, so don't spoil anything for me. Um, I would say he, the fans would make sure he did. I feel like he's very asexual because he saw his mom like. He's too traumatized to enjoy getting his dick sucked, but he will put it on you because he needs to release. Yeah. Do you think he eats puss? I feel like they all probably are on the low. 
as if 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 what I hear about basic training in real life is true, uh, y'all getting it in. I also just found out apparently his character is supposed to be five two, and immediately like there's an episode where he looks at all of the the cadets as they've gotten older, or like what are they called scouts? Mm-hmm. He looks at them. He's like, I think you guys got taller. I think you grew just to spite me. And I laughed so fucking hard. There was also a thing where, like, all of a sudden, Aaron Yeager is super fucking hot in season four. And I'm like, stop it. I want you to hold on to that. All right. (laughs) Just hold on to it. Because it's going to get so buck wild. It gets, it's like the episode where they capture that one guy and put him upside down to make him eat his own poo. Yeah. That's when I was like, what is this? This show is about hunting giants. What? Peak fiction. <laughs> Peak fiction. It's so fucking good. I'm telling good. you, wait till you get I'm to it. Wait till you get to the last episode, part two, for real, the end on oh God. Apparently the last two episodes are an hour, hour and a half. Oh yeah, the la- the finale to the series is a whole fucking movie. Uh that they just call an episode, which I'm like, that's fine. It is what it is, but like, oh God. I'm glad I'm not binging it super hard because at first I was. But, like, there will be times when I'm starting to get really tired. And Rick's like, wake up. You got to keep watching. I'm like, hey, I want to enjoy this. I cannot watch the sleepy. No, I can't watch new things trying to go to sleep. I can only watch things that I've seen a thousand times so I can go to sleep and watch it in my brain. And then I can be on set. And then I can be in the episode. (laughs) You fucking Abed motherfucker. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, sometimes I'm just like, God, I'm so stressed. I need to, like, put full arrows in a nigga. Let me put on this pilot of arrow as I go to sleep. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm putting together the lair. Speaking of arrow, the guy that was in that was also in wrestling at one point, just being really cool. Yeah, he was in um he was on heels and heels Thank got you. canceled because of the uh writer strike. And now Zach Efron is out here like, I'm about to get this heels money with the iron claw. Dude, that movie is so good. I watched I it. I want to go see it so bad. We, it looks so fucking fire. I cried harder than ever no there was a part that like he's like fake hulk hogan right no or like or they like i couldn't tell are they a Eric, real family or are they a fictional family it's That's, a real family okay cool all right i'm i already know it's gonna be fired no it was a a, a wrestling <coughs> family that was big in the 80s um it Eric, was it was giving 80s wrestling heavy yeah. i just didn't know if it was like a real family or a fake they're wanting family. to do a hulk hogan thing hulk hogan though is a real piece of shit oh yeah yeah so there's a part where um Eric um, was that guy from his character is sitting on the floor on the ground watching his kids and I'm just bawling my fucking eyes out and somebody re- like I'm like immediately I look to Rick and I'm like they better fucking get Zac Efron his fucking like Oscar this is one of the best performances I've ever seen and then immediately the next day all my fucking TikTok because the algorithm and somebody took that exact scene and said somebody get this man an Oscar I'm like yes he's 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 gonna he was phenomenal in it dude it was one of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen especially when you touch base on wrestling it was a big thing about how like obviously toxic masculinity eating disorders drug use it was it was rough Zac Efron is the other side of the coin that Shia LaBeouf is. Oh, just a good boy. Like they both are fire actors, but one's way less problematic than Dude, the other. There is a show that Zac Efron did where he is like traveling the world and tasting food with his brother. Uh-huh. And there's an episode where they're in Italy and someone's nona makes pasta for him. And this man had been doing a lot of movies where he would like 
basically couldn't eat pasta because he everyone wanted him to stay looking hot mm-hmm. and young. He eats pasta, he starts fucking crying because he hadn't had pasta or bread or carbs in so long. Because he's had to be fucking Zac Efron. <laughs> he's had to be Zac Efron. And he was just like, all of a sudden, he's just like, I just didn't realize like I was missing out on life. And I'm like, ah. my man, my man's had some tortellini and was just like, I'm done. Body dysmorphia among men, like don't be me wrong, like women always will have a harder, but you dudes out here having body dysmorphia makes me so fucking devastated. Dude, dude, um, he was on Hot Ones, I remember, and he was like, I think in the middle, like in between roles or something, and he had like the most normal dude body, like not he wasn't even fat, it was just normal dude, and he could tell he was. I could even it was something they even talk about. I think a little bit in the interview where he's just like, yeah, like this is. This is crazy. Like I feel like normal because I feel like I'm not starving. Like and yeah, just... when you do extreme dieting like that, where your body is like a certain like lower than five percent body fat, mm-hmm. um, and you're not enjoying food, you're on a calorie deficit, or you're constantly working out, your body feels like it's in fight and flight mode. Like you're not a fucking warrior. You should be eating and enjoying life. Like me and my own shit. Like I definitely gained weight this year because it's happy weight. I fucking was out here fucking and eating food all the time. But I'm trying to like cut back now. But I like I will the one thing I will never do about losing weight or like losing fat, quote unquote, off my body. I'm not gonna not enjoy fucking food. I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna yeah, enjoy you fuck that food. I fucking will. I'll get that fucking. You I'm gonna fuck ask, that mac and cheese. I will fuck that mac and cheese. And I'll ask that mac and cheese. I'm like, are you ready to be a single mother? And she'll be like, yeah. And I'm like, all right, dude, you're not gonna call me after this, right? I'm gonna stick it in these yams. But I'm. I watched British people eat yams, candied yams, for the first time. They were confused. <laughs> They're like, it's too sweet. And then they like had to sw- like um, chase it with gumbo because that made sense to them. I love I love watching British people like eat American food. Like I watched these two dudes uh, eat Popeyes, and I was like, y'all finna y'all finna nut in your mouth. All right, mm, so seasoned. <laughs> the chicken, not the nut. Uh, where can they find you, Tina? Don't <laughs> Just... don't look that side eye. Don't tell me you're putting cumin in in your cum. <laughs> in your cum. I'm not. I just make sure my man eats all his fruits and vegetables. He's fine. I'm Jack, sorry. Jackfruit. Where can they find you? <laughs> the side eye was very detrimental. It was bombastic. I am on Instagram at Horchata Del Rey. You can find, still find me on TikTok at um, Lumpy Tentacles. That's Lumpy, T-E-N-N-A-H-C-L-E-S. Um, you can also um, to see all our upcoming shows. I don't have a lot this January because I went too hard in the paint November, December. Um, but I love you guys. Please come find me. Um, please buy my merch. I'm going to get more stickers and I'm going to get merch for us. Uh, I should get that ordered later this month. Yeah. That's you. Yeah. Yeah. Where can they uh, find you, Daryl? Uh, you can find me at Ragtag Daryl on all socials. Yeah. Uh, I did some experimenting with streaming finally. This is the year, baby. 2024. We live. Uh, I got some stuff this month, too. Uh, I'm going to be at Hoppy Wobbles on the 14th. I'm going to be headlining, so that'll be fun. Uh, we got Spicy Magic Comedy Night on the 18th at the White Rabbit. And uh, in, on the 27th, I'll be in Lafayette at Curly's. Um, so that'll be a fun Quailies. time there. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, it's a lot of, I feel like a lot of the Delphi people that are at this Delphi show are going to pop up. So it's going to be a run back. <laughs> run it back now. Ooh, ooh. All right, y'all. We'll see y'all next time. And I love ahead, you. And go ahead and message us um, any other confessions and whatnot. Please. Y'all know what to do. And also, 
if you've been at the like the live shows, you noticed that we were uh, doing the confession bucket there. If you want to do it there, you can do it there. But please come see us. We love you. Yes, come to that show and sit in the front. No one, please. I we, won't touch you. We won't touch you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>